Welcome to More Than Medicine, where Jesus is more than enough for the ills that plague our culture and our country. Hosted by author and physician, Dr. Robert Jackson. Papa, can you tell me a story? Do you really want me to tell you a story? (laughs) Well, you go get your brother and your sisters and I will tell you a story. This morning I shared a lesson with my third grade Sunday school boys from a scripture in the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 27 and 28, which says, But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. Now, that sounds simple enough. It's pretty straightforward, but you know Actually, putting that into practice is a whole lot more difficult than just reading the words. Let me share a little anecdote from my own personal life. Some years ago, a friend of mine called and asked me if I would help out her brother. Seems like he was an alcoholic, but he was trying to get his life straightened out, trying to get back on the straight and narrow. He didn't have a job at the time. And so I agreed to take him in. We had a, a, a bedroom upstairs that was not being used, so I agreed to take him in until he could get a job. Well, after a week, he told me he had a job, and he got up every morning and took off, ostensibly going to work. And I was trying to talk to him every day about his life and what he was going to do with his life. And I thought things were going well for him, but After a little while, things just weren't right, and I couldn't put my finger on it until one day my wife goes upstairs and looks through his suitcase and finds a six-pack of beer hidden in his suitcase, and I began to realize things definitely weren't right. So I called the place where he told me that he was working, and they had no uh, record of him being employed there. Well, about a week prior to all of this, he had asked to borrow a shotgun from me. It belonged to my father, who had died in an airplane accident 20 years prior. And I agreed. I thought, well, it's deer, it's dove season. He wants to go hunting with some of his friends. Well, when he came back from the dove hunt, he told me he had loaned the shotgun to one of his friends. Well, I was not happy about that at all, but he assured me that he would have it back the next weekend. Well, you guessed it, I never saw that shotgun again. And by the next weekend, I had invited him not to stay at my house any longer because he was abusing the rules of our household. Turns out he pawned that shotgun, and with it he bought the beer that was in his suitcase. Well, I was really upset. In fact, I was angry. I was very angry that he had stolen my father's shotgun and pawned it and was taking advantage of my hospitality and hiding beer in his suitcase when he was telling me that he was employed when he was not, that he was trying to quit drinking alcohol when he was not. So he was lying to me. He stole from me. And it was all a great deception. Now, you have to understand that when you try to help people, sometimes they're going to lie to you. They're going to deceive you. They're going to steal from you. And you just have to face up to it that that's just part of ministry. As my pastor says, ministry is messy. 
And you have to realize that when you try to help people, sometimes they're going to hoodoo you. So that happened. But for weeks and weeks afterwards, I was really angry that he had pulled the wool over my eyes and deceived me in that way. And this anger just built in my heart. And every time I saw a little car that looked somewhat like his, I wanted to run it off the road and see if it was him because I was going to pinch his head off for having deceived me in such a way. And I began to realize that this anger in my heart was hindering my ability to pray. It was hindering my ability to worship God. It was interfering with my ability to have a relationship with my Heavenly Father. And I knew I had to get rid of it. I also knew from years before that, that the only way to, to get rid of that was to begin to pray a blessing on his head. I had to not only forgive him, but I had to go one step further and I had to pray a blessing on him. That's what the scripture says. Isn't that what we just read a moment ago? It says, bless those who curse you. <laughs> pray for those who mistreat you. Now, it, it really wasn't in me because, number one, I didn't want to forgive him. And number two, I didn't want to pray a blessing over him. So it, it took several weeks of spiritual gymnastics for me to get to the place where, number one, I could forgive. And number two, I could pray a blessing over him. And I remember driving down the road one day when I finally relented in my heart. And I said, OK, Lord. I'm going to forgive him, but you're going to have to give me grace to pray a blessing over him. And I asked the Holy Spirit who lives in my heart to give me the grace to forgive. And that came not so easy, but it happened that I could forgive him. But going that next step and praying that God would bless him, this, this liar, this deceiver, this thief, Praying that God would bless him, <laughs> brothers and sisters, that did not come easy. I couldn't even say the words. It wasn't in my heart. So it took another couple of weeks of just thinking and praying and asking God to give me grace. And then finally one day, God gave me the grace and I began to pray a blessing over him. And every time I saw a little car that looked like him, I would say, Lord, I forgive him. And Lord, I, I want you to pray a blessing over him. And I want you to know, brothers and sisters, it, it was like God just pulled the plug and all the venom in me just went out. All the anger, all the bitterness, it just, it just emptied out. And the Spirit of God brought peace in my heart. He brought a joy back into my heart, the joy of my salvation and the peace of God that passes understanding. Those things came back into my heart. Now, I tried to explain that to my third grade boys today, but I, I think it was a little beyond them. But I hope that you, as adults, can understand. I'm satisfied that many of you have had a similar experience. Somebody's lied to you. They've cheated you. They've stolen from you. They've hoodooed you in some way or another. In fact, some of you are probably still harboring resentment or a grudge or unforgiveness or bitterness. And when you see that person or a vehicle that looks like theirs, or somebody even brings them up in a conversation, then that venom, that bitterness 
comes back up in you. And all I can say to you is that this prescription that Jesus gave will give you deliverance. But can I say one more thing? Unless the Spirit of God is working in your heart and mind, it's not humanly possible. The flesh will not allow it. It's only by the Spirit of God working in your heart and mind that we can grant forgiveness. And then we can go to the next step and pray a blessing on the head of those who have cheated us, lied to us, stolen from us, deceived us. Jesus did that on the cross. You remember that? Those who hated him were taunting him on the cross, saying, if you're the son of God, come down from that cross and save yourself. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He practiced what he preached. He practiced what he taught you and me to do. And by the grace of God, by the power of Holy Spirit who lives in you and me, you and I can do the very same thing. Listen, it's only Jesus in you and me that allows us to be able to forgive and to be able to pray a blessing over those who have mistreated us. It's not impossible. It's hard, but it's not impossible. God's grace and the power of Holy Spirit in us makes it possible. And once we practice it, God gives us His peace. He sets us free. He liberates us. That's a prescription from the great physician that will bring peace and freedom in your heart. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this edition of More Than Medicine. For more information about the Jackson Family Ministry, Dr. Jackson's books, or to schedule a speaking engagement, go to their Facebook page, Instagram, or their webpage at jacksonfamilyministry.com. This podcast is produced by Bob Sloan Audio Production at bobsloan.com.